hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas, welcome back to the Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast. So excited to talk to you. Today, we're going to be talking about if the mess in your car is killing you. Is the mess in your car killing you? Sometimes it does seem to take over, right? Like a giant monster and slowly eat you. So today we're going to talk about some really fun tips and tricks that I've found that help uh, just keep the car a little bit more sane and a little bit more enjoyable someplace that you would like to be rather than uh, groaning every time you open the door or having stuff fall out as you try to get in. So today we'll talk about just the fact of your car and if that messy car is killing you. Do you feel overwhelmed as you get in your car? Even before you start the engine? Is your car overflowing with trash or toys or clutter? Are you using your car to its full capacity? Are you actually enjoying your car? Do your kids clean up after themselves after they've been in the car? This is especially a hard one. We're working on that one. So our tips for today, the first one is to create serenity. Creating serenity in your car. Now, this doesn't have to be difficult. Your car should be an atmosphere of calm and fun. It should allow you to focus on driving, time connecting with your kids, and time for you to just take a deep breath. In our car, very rarely do we listen to the music or other random radio things in our car. Sometimes we do put on sunglasses, roll down the windows, and blast the tunes. The kids especially like that when there's some big energetic music, and we just know we're going to rock out to this music, and they have a great time. It's super fun, but usually I found that we all really just enjoy the silence I'm able to focus on driving, to drive correctly, to make sure my mind is there on what I'm doing. Also, it lets me just take a mental break and give myself time to think. I can think about the tasks ahead for that day, what we're going to be doing once we get home or once we get to the destination that we're going to go to. 
So it gives me a lot more mental energy and focus just to take that time and not have background music pouring into our ears. With that said, it's also a nice time for my kids as they usually are in the mood to talk or share about their day. So if I have noticed that if I have the radio on or something blaring, they're far less apt to talk about, oh, by the way, this happened at school, or by the way, I really like this, or could we do this this weekend, or today I'd like to do this. There's just too much outside noise for them to get their energy in and just to talk about the things that they want to talk about. It's also said I found that For girls, it's really important to be face-to-face when you communicate and to be close, but to be face-to-face, to do eye contact. For boys, I've heard that it's much better to be side by side, to be working on a task together and maybe some interaction, eye contact, but you're far more likely to get your son or that boy to just talk and share a little bit more if you are next to each other doing a task or talking about something rather than face to face. I have found this to be true definitely in the car. I can get my boys especially, sometimes Ashley, Ashley will do it sometimes, but definitely the boys love to talk in the car, especially my little extrovert. He loves to talk a whole lot, but getting my middle one to talk more, I found is really helpful in the car because we are all facing the same direction. I'm not staring at them. I'm just quietly asking them, how did their day go? How was it? What are you thinking about? Usually at the end of the day, we found at the end of school, our kids don't want to talk that much. They are done. Our boys are done. They just want a book. They want silence. They want mental downtime. They don't want any questions. But after about An hour or so once we get home, then I know I can ask them more questions about their day. They just need that mental recharge time. The second tip I have for you is how to keep your car clean, right? Isn't this the main thing? Your car can get so taken over by junk. There's trash, there's toys, there's pieces of things, all kinds of stuff can just easily take over if you don't manage it. This I have heard from another podcast. I think it's called Clutter Academy, and it was just a helpful tip. We don't usually use this, but I have found that for some people it really works. They have a three bag system where you have one bag in the car that's always for trash, one bag in the car that's always for things to go back into your house, and one bag of things to get rid of. So the things to get rid of don't even enter your house. They just stay in the car, in that bag. They're similar to things I was talking about a couple episodes ago of clutter or tiny little trinkety toys that your kids may get. Little small things that you know are either going to break or are not going to live very long. Those can easily go in the bag to give away. 
Also, I ask our kids to hand me trash. I find that that works best for us. I have them hand me any wrappers or currently now they're wiping off their hands every time they get in or out of the car. So disinfectant wipes, if they have other pieces of trash, I have them hand it all to me. I put it in my driver's side door in the bottom where there's kind of a little pocket right there. So we collect all the trash as we're going, as we're driving, as we're moving around so that at the end, when we're either to our destination or we get home, I can easily grab all the trash out of that front pouch in the door and go throw it away inside. Also, the kids are responsible for picking up their trash in the backseat if they haven't handed it to me. But that doesn't always get done. So that's one of the things we are currently working on. With that, just to be mindful, we only let our kids take water into the car. Uh, That way, if it spills, I don't have to be worried about it being sticky or if it's milk or something that could go rancid. I do not want that smell in my car. So the only liquid that they're allowed to have in the car would be water. The other thing would be just to be mindful of what kind of snacks you bring in the car. We tend to bring dry snacks or snacks that can easily be picked up. We've done this for when our kids were little as well as now. The same with the water when they were little because it would be the worst if you found a sippy cup of milk underneath your front driver's seat and it just reeked. So that's why we only decided just water and easily pick up a bowl snacks. I don't even know if that's a word, but snacks that you can easily pick up. Like if there were Cheerios, you could easily pick up the Cheerios. Nothing like a banana that would squish all over the place, French fries or any kind of thing with a sauce. None of that stuff. Anything like that, we try to eat at the location that we're at or at a park or outside when the kids were very little and we needed to eat in the car for some reason like a picnic lunch I would just open up the trunk and make a little lunch area in the trunk of the car so that we could easily keep the car nice and clean our bonus tip I know right Our bonus tip for this is how to organize your errands, right? Isn't that part of keeping your car clean and being on top of things? For us, we've found that we have a three-step process to keeping our errands under control. First process is we put everything we need for that particular errand, whether it's taking boots to go be fixed at the cobbler's or clothes to send to the sewing place we go. If there's an animal or a piece of clothing that needs to be sewn, if there's something to return to a store, any of those kind of things I keep in a separate bag for each store and hang them on a little spot in the garage that has hooks on it. And that's my errand spot. My husband was very, very sweet to put up a really nice hook area where I can just hang all of my bags. And so I know all the bags that are hanging there are each errands and things that need to be done. The second thing with that, after you get that organized and you're able to hang errands um, in your garage just on hooks, would be to batch your errands. Figure out what errands you can do together or that are in the same direction. 
For example, the shoe place where I get my boots fixed is a cobbler that's on the way to the boys' school. So I could stop there, drop off my boots on the way to the boys' school or on the way coming back, but I don't have to make a separate trip. You want to minimize all your errands so that you're doing them in a bulk time when you're already in the car. You're already going by somewhere or you're already out and about and you can get two or three errands done in one chunk of time. The worst thing is running in and out of your house to go for an errand and then come back, do a bunch of stuff, go for an errand, come back and do a bunch of stuff. It just wastes time. One of my pet peeves is going to the grocery store for one item. My husband knows that I will never go for one item. I will always find at least 10 other items there, even if I'm only supposed to pick up one item because I detest going back to the grocery store multiple times. So I would much rather get a couple extra items just in case so they don't have to go back to the store. And the third part of our bonus tip is just to put that bag for whatever errand you have in the passenger seat. Put it right in the front where you can see it. That way I've found that if you put it in the trunk or you put it in the back seat, you're not as likely to see it. And so then you forget about it and you get home. And how many times have you gotten home and then realized, oh no, I still had to do this thing to drop off this to somebody or to take this to be fixed. And it's still here. I totally forgot. So keep those things close where you can see them, and then you'll be reminded that you have to make a quick stop. Alrighty, so we have, just to recap, creating serenity in your car, keeping your car clean, our bonus tip about errands and how to organize your errands so that you can be more mindful about your day and be more in store with all the things you need to do. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number three would be asking yourself, what do you need in your car? What do you really need? My tip would be to keep it as minimal as possible. Keep number one, the emergency supplies that you would need if you were stuck on the road. These supplies can include a jumper cable. We have warm coats and blankets in the back of our car, medical supplies, a flashlight, a phone charger, a pocket knife, any of these things, pen, pencil, anything that you might think you will need in an emergency. These are things that should live in the car, never be taken out of the car unless they need to be replaced, but they should always be there just in case you have an emergency. The second group of things that should always be in your car are basics. 
what kind of things you would need to keep your kids occupied for 30 minutes. Let's say you're going somewhere and you have to sit in the car and wait for 15 to 20 minutes. So those kind of things are the basics that you just need to keep in your car often. These ones can be switched out at times, but maybe on a monthly basis, but usually I just keep them in the car. These types of items would be books, water, maybe some snacks, but it's basically something just to keep your kids going for that 15, 20 minutes. We used to get to school. We needed to get there at least half an hour early in the morning to park and get a parking spot. Um, in the school parking lot. So we would bring books and they would have library books that just lived in the car. And in the morning we would get to school early and they would just read their library books. It allowed them time to mentally settle and just to be. But those library books just lived in the car. There was a set of library books that never went in the house. They only lived in the car. So the kids knew that if they wanted to read them, they stayed in the car. That kept them busy just for a few minutes before school started and allowed us to just take a deep breath. When my kids were little, we also had lots of snacks, a diaper bag that lived in the car, and definitely a change of clothes. I decided that it would be more important and it would be easier, especially when my kids were little, but even now, to have all three kids sitting in the middle row. When we had a Highlander, we had no choice. But now that we have a van, I still don't use the very back seat in the van because I like my kids close. I like to be able to talk to them, as I mentioned in the beginning. I like to be able to connect with them. If they need something, I can hand them something. I can take something. When they're in the very back of the car, I can't reach them. I can't help them. It's far more difficult to talk to them and find out what they're saying. So I like to keep them very close. They're all three in the row right behind me. And then they can help each other if there's a problem. Now they're old enough to help each other. Even when they were little, they would help each other. Ashley, our oldest, would help give the other two a bottle or a toy or something that they needed. But it just helped to have them super close. So that's one tip that was very very helpful when they were little. And because of that, then the back seat is far bigger. So we would have picnics in the back seat. There would always be a diaper bag and a change of clothes. Kids after playing at the park, I would always wipe them down with wet wipes, have them change their clothes and then get them situated in the car with a snack and then go on to the next kid. So that by the time we went home, each kid was cleaned up. They had new clothes. They had to change a diaper. They were all ready to go and they would usually fall asleep in the car. And then I didn't have to worry about trying to transition them and they were try to change them or try to change their clothes or anything crazy. They would be all snuggled up. They could have an animal and a blanket and they were ready just to go down for a nap once we got home. Now the trunk serves more of a climbing gym because the boys like to climb over the back seat and out the trunk. Uh, But we have found it's really nice for rainy days when everybody's all wet They climb in the trunk, drop off all their wet stuff on um, towels that we have laid out in the trunk and they drop off their shoes and then they climb over the seat and get all settled in their seat. So having a giant trunk can work to your advantage if that's something that uh, works for you. 
Number four is teaching your kids to be mindful. Mindful about getting out of the car and getting into the car to help take stuff out and help keep the car clean. As I said, we are still working on this one. (laughs) Our kids are seven, nine, and 10, and they are still in progress of working on taking their stuff out of the car. Oftentimes they get home and they're either so tired or they're thinking about something else or they're frustrated or they're screaming at one another. So the idea of taking their things that they brought in the car doesn't occur to them. So they often have to be reminded several times of, please take your stuff out of the car. Uh, We are working on, now that they're older, instead of myself putting everything in the car, making sure it's all ready to go, teaching my kids to be prepared to get a jacket if they're cold, to put on their shoes before they get in the car, to get water if they need it, and to fill up their water bottle. Sometimes they grab the water bottle, but they forget to fill it up. To grab a snack or a book or an animal if they just want to sit in the car and relax. Also, if they're missing anything, all those fun tips and tricks who I'm trying to remind them to be mindful of what do they need when they get in the car. Do they want a snack? Do they want a drink of water? Are they cold? Those type of things they need to think about before they get in. This is definitely not a surefire plan. We have gotten to church uh, several times with one child missing shoes. And we have told our youngest, Enoch, it's okay. You just will go to church without any shoes. There's been crying and fussing, but we're not going all the way back home to get shoes. So he will just have to remember. And it has taken several times. We have shown up to church at least two times with Enoch missing his shoes. But I have to say it's only been two times. One time we did show up to school with Boaz missing his shoes. Unfortunately, he didn't have any, so we just had to walk in in his socks. He was extremely embarrassed. This was when probably three or four years ago, and he was extremely embarrassed and has never forgotten his shoes at school again. Maybe a couple other places, but not at school. (laughs) The other tip and trick along with this is, as I said, to teach your kids the things that they need in the car and also teach the kids to be good stewards when they're getting out of the car. One uh, thing I have noticed is it's hard to get them to take stuff out of the car, as I mentioned before, because they're often not thinking about it. They often have one good trip in them. They carry the stuff that they can hold try to balance it all as they take off their shoes and head on in the front in the garage door. And that's about all I can get them to carry in. Afterwards, then I double check the car to grab any missing items or toss any trash that got left around the car and just do a quick pickup of the car. It usually only takes about five minutes and then the car is ready for its next trip. So you don't have to take 30, 40 minutes to do anything crazy to the car. Just a five minute cleanup so that next time when you're ready to use the car, it's ready to go. Oftentimes we leave at the last minute. Sometimes we are late. We are often rushing. So I know that I definitely cannot get kids 
<laughs> grabbing the things that they need to and grabbing the things I need to will take up all of our time to get out the door and somewhere, hopefully on time. So there's no chance uh, when we first jump in the car, if it's a time to kind of clean up the car, it just doesn't work. Another uh, bonus tip I have for you is cleaning out school backpacks. Currently, a lot of our kids are doing distance learning, so they're home. So this ritual we kind of fell out of for the last year. But now that our boys are going back to school, we have noticed that it is really important to clean out their backpacks first thing when they get out of school. Do not wait. You can take the backpacks out of the car and unload them in the garage. You can unload the backpacks in the trunk of your car or in your kitchen. Our kitchen is the first thing we walk into after entering the house. So it usually is easy to just put them up on the island and dispose of the things in them and clean them up. And then I put them back next to the garage door ready for the next day. Chances are that your kids will forget about homework in the next five to 10 minutes of being home. They'll have forgotten what they need to do. So it's really important to clean out that backpack first thing, just to check on if there's anything you need to get back, if there's something you didn't know about, all those kind of fun things. And let's just be honest to find the random pieces of lunch or trash that are left in that backpack that can be so gross if they're left there for more than more than a day. One time we did find a rotten banana that was luckily, I think, in a Ziploc bag in someone's backpack. But it's just best to check all the pockets, check their bag and make sure that everything's out. Their lunchbox is dumped and put away and that everything is ready to go for the next day. I find that it's far more of a daunting task when I want to go pick it up later versus just taking five minutes, cleaning out their backpacks and getting it ready for the next day. Our last tip. So if you're following, the first tip was to create serenity in your car. Next was how to keep your car clean with a bonus tip about errands. The third one is what do you actually need in your car? Number four is teaching your kids to be mindful. A bonus with the backpacks and cleaning out backpacks as you go. Number five is just to enjoy your car. Keep your car clean and neat and organized. Many people say, oh, well, I have kids, so that's why my car's a mess. And this just drives me crazy because you don't need to keep your car a mess. It only takes about five minutes just to keep it clean, keep it on a regular rotating basis. You don't need to keep the crumbs and the mess and the extra pieces of paper and trash lying around. Have your kids help you clean it up so that you're not embarrassed to have other people in your car at any moment. Any moment you could have somebody who needs a ride who needs a lift, a friend who's going to come with you to go somewhere, and you want to have your car just in a state of readiness. Not necessarily perfect picture clean, but a car that you're not going to be embarrassed and scraping away the clutter and the junk and the trash to have somebody sit down in. 
With this said, we want to just make sure that we sprinkle in some grace. As I said, not every day is going to be a day that you have five to 10 minutes of energy or time to clean out your car when you get home. But if you do it on a regular basis, 99% of the time, it'll only take you five minutes. Your car will be clean and ready to go. So I hope some of these tips and tricks can help you a bit more just to be organized and save yourself time and energy, embarrassment maybe, and sanity. My hope is that your car would be a place of connection with your kids, of joy, of comfort, and of fun. Until next time, find your joy in your busy, vibrant day. As always, you can come over to my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. I would love to connect with you and spread some extra joy. Until then, have a great day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks.